social media has been growing a lot over the past few years, and most of its users are teenagers. One in five teens in the U.S. suffer from a mental illness. And although social media isn't necessarily always the sole cause of a mental disorder, researchers are blaming it for possibly making things worse. Many people admit that they have more negative thoughts the more that they are on social media, and it is proven that the more that you are on social media, the higher chance you have for developing a mental illness. So there are three main types of mental disorders I'm going to talk about, and the first one being depression. The definition of this is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. It affects your behavior, it affects how you feel and how you think, and it causes a variety of physical and emotional problems. These individuals who suffer lose interest in nearly every activity they were once involved in and isolate themselves, which can cause more feelings of loneliness. They also typically have recurring thoughts of suicide or self-harm. Another mental disorder is anxiety, and everyone experiences anxiety, and everyone knows what it feels like. Everyone's experienced fear of worry, either from things like taking a test, having to make an important decision, or other things. Um, However, someone struggling with an anxiety disorder lives in constant fear. There are a few main types. There's one called social anxiety, which is basically the fear of going out in public and meeting new people. And there's also generalized anxiety disorder, where people tend to feel anxious for what seems like no reason at all. Anxiety doesn't go away, and it can get worse over time. And people with the anxiety disorder typically experience anxiety attacks, which are similar to panic attacks. These symptoms can interfere with daily activities and relationships. People struggling with anxiety tend to isolate themselves over fear of being out in public, speaking to new people, and they often worry about their current relationships, worry that they feel like people don't like them anymore. For instance, if someone doesn't text them back right away, they may overthink it and worry that it's because they don't like them instead of thinking they may be busy. Another um, big mental disorder that's on the rise are eating disorders. Now there are many different types of eating disorders, but there are three main types and those are the ones I'm going to talk about. And those three main types are anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating disorder. Anorexia is characterized by weight loss or lack of appropriate weight gain, difficulties maintaining an appropriate body weight, and in many individuals, distorted body image. People struggling with anorexia typically feel overweight and are very terrified to gain weight, even just a couple pounds, even though they're severely underweight. Anorexia is often seen in individuals who are bone thin because that's typically the biggest sign. But atypical anorexia could be present in those who meet all the criteria for having anorexia, but aren't underweight. Bulimia is characterized by a cycle of binging on food and compensatory behaviors such as self-induced vomiting, fasting, or abusing laxatives, or a combination. 
this eating disorder is much harder to spot than anorexia because these individuals are typically of normal weight or are overweight. People struggling with bulimia have a sense of lack of control during their binging episodes, so they end up eating thousands of calories, sometimes even more than the recommended daily amount in one sitting. This eating disorder can sometimes become so bad for someone that after a while they feel the need to purge even after eating a normal sized meal or snack. The last eating disorder I'm going to talk about is binge eating disorder, which is the most common eating disorder in the United States. It's characterized by recurrent episodes of eating a large amount of food, usually the same amount someone with bulimia would, and they experience shame or guilt afterwards. Unlike those with bulimia, people with binge eating disorder do not purge or try to use other compensatory behaviors after eating such a large amount. Instead, they experience shame, distress, guilt, and also have a lack of feeling of control. They, people with binge eating disorder binge on food because they use it for comfort, for whatever might be going on in their life. Eating disorders are becoming a huge issue. 5.4% of teens will suffer from one of these three main eating disorders, and every 62 minutes, at least one person dies as a direct result from an eating disorder. As eating disorders only seem to be getting worse, research is very limited. Only $28 million goes to eating disorder research, and about 30 million people suffer from one. However, $276 million goes to schizophrenia research, but only 3.4 million people are affected. So, how exactly does social media play a negative role on mental health? Now, social media isn't normally the sole cause of a mental illness in a teenager. However, however, there are certain reasons why it can worsen existing conditions. The first one being cyberbullying. This is the electronic posting of mean-spirited messages about a person, often done anonymously. One in five teens have experienced some form of cyberbullying, and those who are cyberbullied are two to to nine times more likely to commit suicide. Besides suicide attempts and thoughts, these kids are more likely to have anxiety, depression, eating disorders, or self-harm. They are also more likely to be involved in physical fighting or vandalism, which can cause problems within the school or even the law, and could take a possibly a bigger toll on their mental health. I mean, and you would think that since most kids use the internet to bully people, since there's no face-to-face interaction, and typically it's more anonymous, that kids would be more willing to step in and confront a cyberbully for the same reasons. But that is not the case. 90% of teens who have seen cyberbullying admit that they didn't do anything to stop it. The second reason uh, social media could play a negative role on mental health is viewing other people's lives. It's very hard to sometimes feel like you aren't doing a lot with your life or struggle with low self-esteem. But with the use of social media, it's a lot easier to feel even worse with such easy access seeing others' lives. What we see of others on social media is typically their highlight reel. People 
aren't usually going to post about what a bad day they were having because they lost their job or or they were broken up with. We only see the best moments, traveling, gifts they've received, etc. Not only are we comparing our lives to them and only their best moments, but we also compare our looks to people, which causes low self-esteem. Body body dissatisfaction is one of the main reasons why eating disorders occur, but the thinnest seen in social media posts of women is thinner than seen in real life, leading to unrealistic goals or expectations. Not to mention that most people edit either their bodies or their face and then post that on social media. Posts on diet tips or pages promoting eating disorders or bad eating habits are easily accessible by searching just a simple hashtag. In fact, 50% of teen girls and 30% of teen boys have used unhealthy weight control methods like skipping meals, self-induced vomiting, smoking, or abusing laxatives. So how can you help either yourself or someone that you think is struggling with a mental disorder? The first way is to know the signs. Signs of depression. The biggest sign of depression is feeling sad or hopeless. However, Many people do seem to be happy, so it is very important to know other signs. Those struggling are irritable, they'll lose interest in activities they once loved, sleep too much or too little, lack of energy and tiredness, weight gain or weight loss, slow thinking or body movements, trouble thinking, concentrating, or making decisions, making, having trouble making decisions, or having poor self-esteem. People with anxiety often feel restless and worried all the time. They may have fear over certain things, like talking to people they don't know, or they'll even have fear over things they can't control. And because of this, they tend to isolate themselves. When experiencing anxiety or anxiety attacks, people tend to get rapid heartbeat, hyperventilation, trembling, sweating, numbness, and a feeling of being tired or weak. Eating disorder signs include obsessing over food and calories in food, as well as their body weight. Those with anorexia will quickly lose weight and have a category of safe foods and bad foods, and the bad foods they completely refuse to eat. They also may stop menstruation, often feel cold, tired, weak, have brittle nails or hair, have headaches, exercise excessively, and make excuses to avoid going out to eat, or if they go out to eat, they avoid actually eating. For those struggling with bulimia or binge eating disorder, you may find a large amount of food hidden in their room or food wrappers in their trash. You may also find laxatives hidden in their room. People with bulimia will tend to spend a lot of time in the bathroom right after their meals if they partake in self-induced vomiting. Although bulimia and binge eating disorder is hard to spot, these individuals tend to suffer from depression or anxiety and express guilt of eating is a big sign that someone is struggling. Another way, another way you can help is to reach out to them or a trusted adult to get them help. If you can tell someone is struggling or if you feel like you are struggling yourself, make sure you talk to them or get them help. And this can be the difference between life or death. Talk to them about your concerns and tell them why you think they're struggling if you see them exhibiting the behaviors. If you're afraid to talk to them or if they're in denial, talk to a trusted adult. This could be your parents, their parents, a teacher, a counselor, just anyone who you think 
you can talk to about your concerns and anyone who will actually get them help. Many are afraid to do this because of fear that their friend will be mad at them, which is very understandable. But even if they get mad, it is better to know that they are getting help and are in a safe environment than worrying about their life. Besides, chances are they will understand soon and realize how much of a help you are for giving thank you. The third way to help is to regulate your social media intake and start using it for good. Unfollow any pages you think are making you think negatively and start following accounts that make you feel positive. If following a fitness account makes you feel worse instead of motivated, unfollow it. But if you are motivated from such account, go ahead and follow it. It all depends on the person. And stop comparing yourself to others. This will be very hard to do and will take a lot of conscious effort and will be a very hard habit to break. But instead of being jealous of someone else's life, try to be happy for them. And think that if they can do it, you can do it too. Use it as motivation. If someone posts about buying a new beautiful house, think about all the work it took for them to get there. What you aren't seeing is all the extra hours they put in, all the stress, and the large amount of time that it probably took for them to get to the point to afford such an amazing house. So think about that and use it as motivation that if someone else can work that hard and earn such a beautiful house or whatever it is, so can you.